This is an original branded podcast from GTM Creative Strategies, produced in collaboration with Cone Resnick. There's this well-known book in accounting circles. It's called The Green Book. It sets standards for things like derivatives, hedging strategies, contract structures, and no surprise for an accounting manual, it's written in excruciatingly complicated detail. Here's a sample of the table of contents. Page 174, hedging interest rate risk for the forecasted issuance of fixed rate debt arising from a rollover strategy. Page 156, continuing the shortcut method after a purchase business combination. Page 109, modified coinsurance arrangements and debt instruments that incorporate credit risk exposures that are unrelated or only partially related to the creditworthiness of the obligor under those instruments. It goes on like this for hundreds of pages. In 2004, Ted Gunther started a new job at a big accounting firm. He led the team overseeing transactions in newly deregulated electricity markets. And on his first day, he met the Green Book. Yeah, I still remember it vividly to today because the book was actually green. It was about 500 pages. I remember the partner at the time, you know, putting that book on my desk and asking me to go ahead and read this. And I just looked at it and I thought to myself, wow, it's going to be a lot to read. Ted read the book. He read it over and over. This was before you could easily get it on the Internet. So he would actually carry it with him in his car every time he left the office. Yeah, my teammates used to laugh at me because, you know, they called it my road FASB. I used to take this green book everywhere I went. I just went guns blazing from that start forward and uh, really embraced the, the industry and the complexity of power generation. The Green Book isn't the kind of thing you just sit down and memorize. You have to experience it. Do a deal, check the guidance. Do another, check the guidance. Do another. And that's what Ted did for years, until he became a top expert in energy transactions. There's not too many folks at the time that really wanted to, to learn it, to figure it out, to understand it, and to apply it. So it's one of those areas that you can become an expert in when you're evaluating off-take contracts, for example, in the renewable energy industry. That drive to go further, to figure out that complexity, it really helped accelerate Ted's career. He got more responsibility. He started talking to executives and people in top management. And then he needed to present his ideas in higher-pressure situations. And that was when something shifted. Um, so it was probably at that level where the anxiety you know, really grew for me. How did it manifest itself? What did you feel? Yeah, for me, it's, you know, the blood pressure, you know, rising, you know, the blood's really flowing, getting red, um, you know, feeling hot, um, you know, just having, you know, a challenge, you know, the, the heart's really beating fast. You know, you know, you have something to say, but you have a hard time just getting it out and saying it. Um, I, I think for me, that's kind of what would resonate when I felt anxiety bubbling up. I'm Stephen Lacey. In this episode, produced in collaboration with Cone Resnick, how Ted Gunther moved past his anxiety and how it made him a better leader and accountant. Ted is a partner at Cone Resnick. He leads the renewable energy industry practice for the Northeast. Utilities and other energy companies come to Ted for help executing all kinds of transactions, from long-term contracts to hedging strategies to tax structures. Doing that in a constantly changing industry isn't easy. Ted has to stay up on top of all the market changes and complexities and financial tools and keep his cool, of course. That's where his 20 years of accounting experience and his obsession with the Green Book comes in. 
And another thing shaped him as well, his battle with anxiety early in his career. Do you remember any particular moments where you had something that you knew was valuable to say, but you didn't say it because the anxiety gripped you? Yeah, often I think that was the fundamental issue. And, you know, again, if you're not able to, you know, step up and say, you know, what's on your mind or share your point of view, then it's going to be very difficult to continue to succeed. And then it's it's hard to, you know, gain the respect of others. Um, if there's others that are sharing their point of view instead of yourself, um, you know, you're not going to necessarily be referred to as a, you know, as a go-to person. There's going to be someone else that's just going to overtake you and, and take your role and responsibility if you just don't have the ability to, to step up and get it done. Now, Ted isn't the only one feeling this way. More than half of all employees surveyed by the Anxiety and Depression Association of America say that stress and anxiety impact their workplace performance, and that can manifest in all sorts of ways. Ted was certainly not prepared to plateau in his career, so he got the help of a career coach and signed up for some leadership training programs, and he was surprised by what he learned. You know, interesting enough, what I found was when I did get feedback through leadership programs, it was way better than I anticipated. So I think I was just getting, you know, personally wrapped up in my own my own mind, my own thoughts, my own perceptions of what people were thinking about me at the time, which may not have been even the reality, you know, based on the uh, information that was coming back to me through these these programs and the results of it. So what happened next? You got a career coach. You started going to these seminars. How did you see the evolution? I, I saw the the evolution, you know, really almost immediately. It was just trusting myself, um, trusting the feedback that I was getting from others. I was getting feedback internally and externally. And the feedback was uh, was was positive. Um, and if it wasn't positive, there was constructive points, but they all made sense to me at the time. So I think I just continued to, to focus on, on that aspect. And then something else happened. He went to a new firm. It gave Ted a chance to reset and act on all these new revelations. Did it feel like an on-off switch or was it more gradual? For me, it felt like an on-off switch. I mean, I could tell you distinctly the time where it changed. And it really changed when I moved to Cone Resnick in 2015. You know, for me, I just flipped the switch on, um, you know, new new firm, new relationships going to be developed, new people I'm going to work with, the previous baggage, if you will, of just perceptions in my own mind were gone the ability to kind of think about succeeding and thriving in a different world where I was going to be responsible for, you know, generating business, building a business, cultivating the people, creating an infrastructure within the firm. Yeah, I had to be more forward thinking and, and, and be more of a leader versus getting tied up. So for me, it was a clear switch on. Ted was brought into Cone Resnick to help build out the newer Northeast Renewable Energy practice. It was a time of accelerating change in the electricity business. And the switch was flipping for renewables at that time as well. Ted was brought into Cone Resnick to help build out the newer Northeast Renewable Energy practice. It was a time of accelerating change in the electricity business. It was a big shift at that point in time because coal starting to come offline which then allowed for other renewable resource, you know, other resources to come in play, including renewable. Um, you know, gas prices were being depressed. You know, renewable prices were were starting to come down. The cost to build was starting to come down. The components pricing was starting to come down. Technology was increasing. You know, more market participants were were coming into the fold. 
I think it's just provided a, a lot of different opportunities, and, and certainly the renewable energy industry was poised for growth. Over the years, Ted has overseen billions of dollars in transactions and worked with Fortune 500 companies on inking all kinds of renewable energy contracts while managing risk. You know, some of my more interesting assignments are, are as of late, and it's more in the line of a fully integrated renewable energy developer. You know, the folks that are doing asset management, doing operations and maintenance, acting as an EPC or a GC, um, owning the assets, uh, developing and owning the assets, developing and, and selling the assets. You know, someone that's really vertically integrated in, in doing all of the functionality. You know, what I found in those situations are, you know, there's a lot of unique uh, accounting and advice that can be provided along the way, and and the company is much different. You know, in in the space, you know, largely are they're non-public companies. You know, well funded from you know either their own sponsor interest or money coming outside internationally or, or from a large organization. So the financing is 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 backed. So there's a lot of value that can be provided from for accounting. Do you have any areas of the renewable energy business that really excites you right now? I get excited with the acquisitions and, and the merger aspect of the business uh, as it relates to the financing that's coming into the renewable industry, uh, whether it be international or domestic or the tax equity financing, you know, all the aspects of just the continued development of renewable is inherently creating, you know, a new structures, new challenges, uh, new opportunities for for everybody. One of the areas that I do spend some time on are, are offtake structures. So, what type of agreements are continuing to evolve from a traditional physical sale of power, and what are those agreements, and what's the accounting associated with with those? Um, there's just a, a number of challenges. So, the, the continued evolution of structures and and um, the different market players that are coming into it has continued to uh, you know, push the envelope. Part of the reason why Ted has been able to manage the complexity in the market is because he managed his anxiety early on. Getting over that anxiety changed his relationship to his clients, he trusted his experience, and it changed his relationship with his employees as well. Now he's trying to encourage others to find their confidence. Do you feel any sense of responsibility to apply what you learned in getting over those fears to to other people who may need that help within the business? Yeah, it's interesting to say that. I, I actually think I do. I do have a, a few folks that kind of fit that program, if you will, where they're a little more quieter and shyer, but man, do they really know what they're talking about? So, you know, it's, it's trying to figure out, well, how can I get, you know, those, those folks to really, you know, speak their mind. And I think everyone's slightly different. So for this one person, it's, it's more of, you know, putting the, the fuel to fire and, and, and allowing them to, to lead a meeting, you know, irregardless of what the outcome may be, um, you know, don't kind of jump on that person if they're in the discussion, it's not necessarily going how you want it to go. Just allow it to, to kind of finish out. So, you know, those lessons learned could be had on a real-time basis and then have the coaching moment, you know, thereafter. Uh, just allowing people to, to, to kind of learn as they go. Today, Ted is no longer carrying around his green book everywhere. In fact, he's in the position where he gets to write his own. Do you have an equivalent of a green book today that you carry around with you? I, I do. I would like to say that it's the Cone Resnick manual. Um, 
which <laughs> what's yeah. in that? Well, it's it, it doesn't exist yet, but uh, what I am hoping to do in the very near term is to um, have a renewable energy um, accounting guide that focuses on a lot of the nuances and different questions that we get from our client base and and others when we're just having discussions about these transactions. Are you going to be writing that? Yeah, I hope to be uh, actively involved. We're working on the uh, the contents now um, and building it out. Well, you sure as heck won't let anxieties be getting in the way of writing that thing. No, you certainly can do that, you know, behind the uh, computer without knowing anyone seeing you. Ted Gunther is a partner at Cone Resnick and the leader of the renewable energy practice for the Northeast. You have been listening to an episode produced by GTM Creative Strategies in collaboration with Cone Resnick. Cone Resnick serves a wide range of industries, from tech to government to entertainment, and it's a leader in cutting-edge fields like renewable energy. To learn more about how people like Ted can help you work through some of the most complicated transactions in energy, go to coneresnick.com. That's C-O-H-N-R-E-Z-N-I-C-K.com, coneresnick.com, or just follow the link in the show notes. <laughs>